Welcome back to Well, That's Interesting, the you really never know, it could happen, and if it does, you're prepared edition. You know, <laughs> if the last two years have hmm. taught us anything, yeah. we should have been prepared yes. for a plague. Should have. Why didn't we <laughs> learn anything from the movies? The movies! <laughs> That's right. <laughs> So many movies about plagues. We should have known. I know. But we didn't. But we didn't. But you know what? <laughs> I have nothing to nothing end else. that. Yeah, I know. I know. There's really nothing <laughs> I'm just to so say. optimistic. I'm like, but you know what? Uh, there's nothing. <laughs> nothing to add. <laughs> nothing left to say. Hopefully today's episode will help something. <laughs> Excellent. Today is episode 072 how to survive an ostrich attack. I mm-hmm. mean, I do think it's more likely that another plague will attack <laughs> me before an ostrich. But, mm. yes, you know, it doesn't hurt to know. It doesn't hurt. It does not hurt to know. I, yeah. Yeah. So before we get into this wealth of knowledge, yes. uh, <laughs> I'm Jill Chacha, and I am with uh, the highly prepared Marissa Riley. That's me. <laughs> I am going to be so goddamn prepared. That's right. For ostriches. Mm-hmm. They attack? Oh, fuck yeah, they do. I, I should have known that. I just assumed they were just big Muppet birds are we gonna get into that too oh really the fact that they are muppets in my mind (laughs) the fact that they are muppets and have muppet like movements we're gonna get into that as as to why they do that why they're so silly why they're so muppety they're so silly (laughs) i'm kidding um oh my god i feel like i'm offending the ostrich community right now um they are handsome creatures everyone you're going to love ostrich ostriches <laughs> the ostrich which is e- it's easier to say as a singular it's, <laughs> you're gonna love it you're gonna love them more than bees this. it's it's gonna be a uh, it's gonna be a tight tight race okay. let me tell you <laughs> okay <laughs> it's a tight race for first um if this is your first time listening welcome to the flock welcome yes dr riley here comes in cold and learns everything in real time just like you it's true i had no idea what we were going to talk about today nope and now i'm still not exactly sure (laughs) what we're going to talk about But you're pumped Oh, I'm always pumped. Of course, of course I'm pumped. I want to know how to defend myself mm. against an ostrich, which is now officially my latest fear and will haunt my nightmares. There you go. So join me uh, as as uh, we, you know. Journey into your nightmares. Journey into my nightmares and anxieties. Right. I am thrilled. I guess we should begin then. We absolutely should. <laughs> All right. So, like you said, if we've learned anything in the past, I'd say six years on Earth, it's that really anything can happen. Yeah. From plagues to elections to insurrections and variants. Boy, howdy, it feels like you need to be ready for just about everything. Oh, my God, that sentence made me exhausted. (laughs) (laughs) So much trauma at once. That happened. All of that happened to us. Jesus Christ. (gasps) I know. So for me, I considered what absurd, nearly impossible situation could a city-dwelling, overpriced cocktail lover like myself Mm -hmm. face? What could crawl out of the proverbial left field of the universe and make my day a little harder than it needed to be? So I gave it a moment and some thought, and I probably would never run to a wild ostrich willingly. 
Right? Yeah. 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 So we're, we're never, never. going to see one. No. Well, I don't know. Anything could really happen at this yes, point here in yeah. Brooklyn, Queens. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Yeah. So here we are today. What would happen if on my walk to the liquor store, mm-hmm. there it is, a beautiful pissed off ostrich. And my friends, 99.9% of you listening right now will most likely never encounter a wild ostrich either. But why not? I decided to do some research and collect survival strategies to the best of my abilities. I, and <laughs> I'm sorry, I just can't stop picturing you walking to the liquor store, <laughs> defending yourself against an ostrich, yeah. and then coming home and like... Having to tell you about it? Having to tell me about it. Hopefully I, you know, it's before I go into the store so I can, you know, I don't break any that's sweet, true. sweet bottles of alcohol. Yeah, that would be a really tough situation. Yeah. 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 Hopefully before. Fingers crossed. That's how it happens. Hell yes. So, <laughs> so um, let's, let's see. Oh, my notes. Here we are. So turns out surviving an ostrich attack is, like this podcast, surprisingly interesting, entertaining, Uh and uncomfortably humorous. Wonderful. (laughs) And as with a lot of our episodes, there will be a true survival story, too. I love a survival story. So stay tuned for that. It's at the end. You don't want to fucking miss it, please. It's it's so good. (laughs) It's so incredible. Okay. So let's begin and uh, what better way to begin than with an introduction to what will soon be one of your favorite creatures, the ostrich. Yes. So, Dr. Marissa, uh, off the top of your head, what, do you, what else do you know about ostr- ostriches? They are. <laughs> <laughs> Other than they're muppety. They're so muppety. I know they are tall. Yes. I know they're birds. <laughs> Fantastic. I know that uh, they don't generally live in North America, although right. I have mm-hmm. seen them yes. here before. Like, right. Farms, zoos, it, sanctuaries. Um, yeah. Yeah. I have had like, I, as someone from Texas, every once in a while you have to drive through Texas to get out of it. Um, <laughs> yes. And I have been driving and uh, it just in the middle of nowhere, farms and fields everywhere and I've looked to my right and seen some cows and then looked to my left and saw some ostriches there you go and I was like okay that is (laughs) something that is something well I don't know what to do with that (laughs) and it's it's a story it's it's (laughs) it wasn't a good story but it was, it was a story that I could a tell story. now. Yeah. <laughs> made for made for podcasting. Yeah. So okay. I I know that they a couple a couple are in Texas and that's all I know. That's amazing. Well, uh, I thought we could tackle this together. Uh, let's take turns reading some incredible facts uh, which make the ostrich uh, equal parts gorgeous, awkward and horrifying. Amazing. Yeah. Uh, okay, so let's start off. Uh, you know, what? I'll start us off. How's that sound? That sounds lovely. Okay. Uh, simply put they're the largest bird in the world, yeah. in every sense of the word. They stand at nine feet tall and weigh in somewhere around a wee 340 pounds. Holy <laughs> mother. According to the African Wildlife uh, Foundation, ostrich eyes are two inches in diameter. Oh, my God. Making them, get this, the largest eyes of any 
land animal. Are you shitting me? Yeah. Yeah, To put that into perspective, two inches in diameter is about the size of a billiard ball. So if you're holding a billiard ball right now, that's an an ostrich eye. Both Jill and I are holding (laughs) invisible invisible billiard ball (laughs) and shaking them vigorously (laughs) for some reason. We're releasing a lot of tension today. Uh, so, Dr. Mercer, please continue. I would love to. According to animals.howstuffworks.com, the ostrich's intestines are 46 feet long, about twice as long as those of a human. This enables the bird to get uh, the most out of the tough plants they eat. Uh, to help with digestion, it also swallows sand and small stones to break down uh, food in its gizzard. A gizzard, by the way, is a small pouch where food is crushed and ripped up before it reaches the stomach. Whoa. (laughs) I've heard that word before, but I did not know what it meant, and I thought it was a sex thing. Okay. Uh, Ostriches in captivity have been known to swallow just about anything that can fit down their gullet, including coins, bicycle valves, (laughs) alarm clocks, and even small bottles. And to quote, I love how small bottles is the and even part of that (laughs) sentence and not um, bicycle parts. Or alarm clocks? What kind of alarm clocks are we talking? Are we talking like 80s big, big, like uh, shoebox size digital ones? Are we talking about old school circle ones? Circle ones. (laughs) Old timey clocks. Yeah. (laughs) Pill bottles are, I could swallow a pill bottle. Oh, small bottles. Oh, (laughs) do you like how I just assumed it was drugs? drugs? (laughs) Yes. So that's it. Says a lot yeah. about us. Wow. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> let's keep let's keep this party going. Uh, uh, speaking of eating everything, according to animals.sandiegozoo.org, ostriches are omnivores, oh. <clears throat> although they prefer plants like roots, seeds, and leaves. Uh, but they also eat locusts, lizards, snakes, and rodents. All right. Good to know. <laughs> so, Good to know. Yeah, that's disturbing, and so is their speed. Uh, my friends, these massive birds can sprint in short bursts up to 43 miles per hour. Whoa. And they can maintain a steady speed of 31 miles per hour over 10, over 10 miles at a time. Oh, my God. Making them one of the best long-distance runners. That's, yeah. That's, I mean. It's like driving a car for 10 miles. It's like driving a car for 10 miles. Yeah. No big deal. Can you ride them? Is that a thing? People have tried. It's a bad idea. Yeah, it looks like a bad idea. Yeah. I was curious. I saw it in a movie once. <laughs> See? Movies. Movies. Yeah. <laughs> Wealth of knowledge. So you can't, you can't outrun them by any means. In fact, in one stride, they can cover 10 to 16 feet. Oh my God, that's like our whole apartment. <laughs> <laughs> Which isn't saying much. It is a New York apartment. Yeah. So... Yeah, yeah, in like four steps, they could go from one end to the other. Yeah. Four steps. I, yeah, I totally agree. And also, put a, put a pin in that too, by okay. the way. Okay. 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 Now, this is damn, damn, I could speak, I could do this. This is downright impressive and down to their design. Uh-huh. Uh, Dr. Marissa, have you ever seen an ostrich's foot? Have I? <sighs> While driving through Texas. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't 
focusing on the foot so much as the giant bird in the field. (laughs) I feel like, okay, I'm going to make a guess. I'm assuming their feet look like dinosaur feet. Yeah, it's a good good guess. Okay, and I'm assuming, okay, this is such a weird reference, but if you've ever seen Paranormal Activity 1, (laughs) there's a part where they see a demon's footprint, and I always thought that looked kind of bird-like. Yeah, you're you're pretty close. Really? Yeah, you're pretty close. It's the demon foot. It was an ostrich, the (laughs) invisible (laughs) ostrich the whole time. Spoilers, Jesus. (laughs) But... Yeah, that's what I'm imagining. Okay, so Dinosaur. Well, today's the day. I'm going to show you a photo of their feet. Wonderful. Uh, it's about time. <laughs> it's that kind of podcast. So please go into all the detail you can or would like about this incredibly strange and unique foot situation. Okay? Uh, please describe. Uh, and of course, all photos we talk about today uh, will be on our social media stuff. So please come on by. You really want to see um, these feet and a very odd painting at the end of this podcast yeah okay (laughs) so we'll see where that goes okay yeah show me (laughs) show me show me oh no yeah this is interesting to say the least you know i i really thought it would look like a dinosaur but it really looks less like a dinosaur and truly like a demon's foot it is like (laughs) more demon less dino more demonless dino. Okay, so imagine. So this is what I'm seeing. Okay, minus the legs. Imagine your foot, mm. right, listeners? Okay. And imagine instead of um, how many toes? Five toes. Yes, <laughs> I'm <doctor>. fine. <laughs> imagine they all come into one toe, and that toe, yeah. uh, that toenail is long and pointy. Oh, yeah. That's kind of what this looks like. And then imagine it had like a little sidecar uh, to the foot. Yes. This which, description is perfect, actually. It is also kind of the same thing, but it's like a sidecar. Yeah. Does this have a nail? I don't think it does. I think okay. there's just one incredibly long, very disturbing looking toenail. So it's just one. It Basically, they have one giant toe with a toenail and then another little sidecar toe yeah. with no toenail there you go it makes no sense and then it's attached <laughs> to bird legs so <laughs> i mean i'm stressed okay so why don't you do us I, I think that was a stellar stellar description That's <laughs> i think exactly it was one of my best <laughs> i wish i could put that on a resume somewhere <laughs> so why don't you read for us what is officially going on here, according to mentalfloss.com. Nothing would make me happier. Okay, quote, whereas most birds have three to four toes on each foot, ostriches are unique in that they only have two. Called it. Um, the reduced number of digits is believed to reduce the mass at the end of the ostrich's legs and improve the ostrich's running form. Hooved animals like horses, antelope, and camels uh, have also ditched their extra toes over millennia and evolved into some of the world's best runners, end quote. So basically, it's evolving its own foot into like a tennis shoe. Exactly right. A tennis shoe hoof. That's right. That's exactly right. That's exactly what's going on here. It doesn't need toes. It doesn't need toes. toes. Fuck those toes. It needs like a... I don't know where to go with this. It's like it's like, it's like wearing a runner's shoe, basically. Yeah, it's, and a little more. 
With a big old knife at the end. <laughs> with a big knife at the end. Exactly. And I know what you're thinking. Um, <laughs> if you're one of the best runners in the world, why have wings or feathers? Well, it turns out wings are excellent rudders and can be used for maneuvering bodies traveling at high speeds. Interesting. Yeah. When turning or zigzagging while they run, ostriches use their wings to stay balanced. So if you've ever seen them run, this is what we were talking about. They yeah. kind of look really Muppety, like, like, like a Muppet flailing its limbs. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so this is why it's doing that. It takes a lot of control. Like It takes a lot to control something this big, and it uses its feathers and arms to, to, as rudders, basically, yeah. to control direction. And because of this design, ostrich bodies have taught us a lot. Uh, for example, they helped us better understand why dinosaurs grew feathers before developing the capability to fly. Oh. That's right. Yeah, what's up? I'm just thinking of myself. Um, <laughs> I'm just thinking of, like, when I run, yeah, it's so I try to look as sleek as possible, and now I'm like imagining just like running down the street <laughs> with my arms out, yeah, just flail, flailing, <laughs> and it's New York, so no one's gonna do anything. No, not at all. No one's gonna care. Someone might take a TikTok of me, mm. but then I would get TikTok famous. You know, I'm making a plan. <laughs> This is it. We're this, doing it. This is my Thursday running <laughs> with my arms out to see how it feels. Throw in some screaming. See what happens. That, I, might, that might help you run faster. And get more TikTok famous. See? I Yeah, this right. is an amazing plan. All right, tomorrow. Tomorrow. Here we go. <laughs> I am not doing it at all. Okay. Back to the pod. Okay, so uh, speaking of feathers, males are donned in black feathers with white feathers at the tips of their wings. Uh, females are a light brown. We're always a light brown. The The female birds are always kind of like this mousy brown color. Eh, we're, we're just busy doing other shit. Yeah, we don't have time so for all this. Stuff to do. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, um... Dr. Marissa, why don't you please tell us about their surprising communal lifestyle? Oh, since okay. We're, since we're talking about, you know, getting together. I would love to. I would absolutely love to. All right. According to the San Diego Zoo, flocks can consist of, of up to 100 birds, <laughs> though most have 10 members. Uh, this sounds like a cult. Um <laughs> From animals.howstuffworks.com, quote, male ostriches are polygamorous, mm -hmm. but they tend to nest with a single favored mate. This hen lays about half dozen, lays about a half dozen eggs uh, in a shallow depression in the sand, which takes her about two weeks. Other hens then add their own eggs to the nest, and once they are finished, the favored mate chases them off. What? <laughs> the nest owners then incubate all the eggs. The female sits on them during the day and the male takes a turn at night. End quote. That's nice. Once sure. you're finished, the favored mate. Oh, okay. So I get it. All right. Mm, yeah. So it's like a sister wife. I'm the dominant yes, one. Yes, exactly right. Situation. You got it. So they all put their eggs in the middle and then she's like get out i'm taking over i'm i'm the i'm number one mom i'm number one mom yeah you are 
not. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. That's right. This sounds so culty. This it really is. sounds like the ostrich cult. The yeah. ostrich cult. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm also just trying to imagine what a hundred ostriches look like. <laughs> Can you fucking imagine? <laughs> All in this like crazy like weird like mating dating situation there's nothing weird about it but for them it sounds like there's already a little drama oh so much drama yeah so much drama yeah jesus i haven't even shown you videos of what their mating dances look like if you oh my god there's dancing (laughs) yes oh just search do yourself a favor right now just Stop everything. If you're driving, don't even stop the car. <laughs> like, no, start, look, look, down look, look down at your, at your phone. phone. Exactly. Look you don't need her. to look at the road. You've done it before. <laughs> That's right. Just search ostrich mating dance and wow. If you thought their running was weird you, or a little muppety, you have to, want, you have to see them dance. I got it. So, I got to see this. Yeah. Shit. I should have gotten you a video. All right. We'll do this. Uh, when we stop recording, I'll, I'm going to show you. Sounds great. I'll, I'll report on it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, by the way, all those eggs, let's get back to that. Uh, that egg, by the way, weighs in at more than three pounds. Hot damn. Making the ostrich egg the largest egg and the largest single cell on our planet today. Oh, I didn't think about that. Yeah. It's the biggest cell. It is. Oh. <laughs> That's right. Only dinosaurs laid larger eggs. Uh, like you said, Dr. Marissa, eggs are laid in a communal nest. Uh, this is called a dump nest. <laughs> Great. <laughs> so, <yes. laughs> and it can hold about 60 eggs at a time. Oh, my God. And they hatch 42 to 46 days later, which is pretty quick for something so fucking big. That's fast. Yeah. Uh, get this, quote, at birth, chicks can be as big as chickens. Aww. I know. By six months, a chick is almost at its full-grown height. Oh, my God. I know. And at three to four years, it will reach maturity. Uh, an ostrich can live up to, drumroll please, 50 to 75 years. Not bad. <laughs> That's right. That's not bad. Yeah, in, in captivity. End quote. And that was from LiveScience.com. So, my friends, this is a big-ass bird that can live for a damn long time. Yeah. And hopefully our paths never cross. Hopefully. Not with that drama. (laughs) Jesus. Uh, But if they do stick around, we've got some survival strategies that may or may not work. Uh, and, (laughs) And we've got a survival story that you won't fucking believe. You will definitely be telling your friends about this one. Please stay tuned. Oh, please do. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm Jane Perlez longtime foreign correspondent and former Beijing bureau chief for The New York Times. I've been a foreign correspondent in lots of places, Somalia, Indonesia, Pakistan, but nowhere as important to the world as China. I mean, China is not dropping anti-democratic paratroopers into Montana. But of course, we did see things like the weather balloon slash spy balloon riveting the whole country for a week. This is Face Off. An eight-part series in which we'll take you behind the scenes to key moments in the tumultuous U.S.-China relationship. 
we'll speak with a diplomat, a spy, a tech reporter, a U.S. admiral, even Yo-Yo Ma. Plus, my pal and noted China historian Rana Mitter joins the conversation. We'll look at what's driving the two nations apart and explore whether anything can help bring them back together. Face-off launches April 9th. Hey everyone, Jill Chacha here from Well That's Interesting, and I am absolutely thrilled to tell you about Spotify for Podcasters. I use it, I love it, and it all started by downloading the free Spotify for Podcasters app, which has all the tools you need in one place to record and edit your masterpiece of a podcast. Spotify for Podcasters also distributes your show to all major platforms. So when you hit publish, your episodes will stream not only on Spotify, but I'm talking about the Apples, the Googles, Stitcher, Good Pods, the other ones. <laughs> you get the idea. And you can monetize your podcast with no minimum listenership required. You could also set up monthly subscriptions and record ads just like this one. So what are you waiting for? Download Spotify for Podcasters today and start changing the world. Oh, and please, stay interesting. And we're back. We are so back. We're so back. And Dr. Marissa demanded I show her a video of a ostrich mating dance. I did. (laughs) I had to see it and tell you guys about it. Yep. So what... (sighs) Did that look like to you? It looked it looked stupid, you guys. I'm not gonna <laughs> lie. It looked really stupid. Um, I just it it's just so funny and just so you're like embarrassed for the ostrich. You're like really yeah. It's like a it's like their version of like a bad bad pickup line. Yes. yes um, yeah. I mean. They're doing their best. I just feel sorry for them. And and there was a female ostrich, and it was like they were not even on the same planet. It was just not working. But what basically, not to tempt you anymore, but like (laughs) basically what it does is it kind of like puts out both wings, which already looks weird and muppety, Mm. and then it squats. And then it to the ground. And then it mm-hmm. waves one wing, and then it waves the other one, and it then it just kind of yeah, it, it, does it seesaws back and forth <laughs> with its wings while looking at you, and you're just like cringe. Yeah. You're like cringe. And then it's it does so this cringe. very elaborate. It tilts its neck. You know how their necks are basically half the length of their body. Pretty much. Like. Yeah. It tilts its neck all the way back and then it like does the snake dance with its Oh my like, god, the snake dance. The snake dance with the neck. There's so many components. It's, it's just a lot. like Maybe we're missing it cuz we're human. But <laughs> maybe they like right. it. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's I don't working think... for them. That's true. <laughs> They're in a cult. So it's working they are for in them. a cult. Yes, yes. Good point. Anyways, we had yeah. to talk about it. Yeah. Or else I, I would be alone with <laughs> that image. You'd be so, yes, exactly. This is why I have a podcast because I can't be alone with the shit <laughs> that I see. I have to say we have to share it with yeah. the world. We have exactly. to traumatize all of you. Yes, exactly. Because we love you. We love you. Okay. So shall we continue? Yes. Okay. So what is the best way to win a fight? Well, my friends. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me. Uh, it's really never to start one. Oh, yeah. that's a yeah. really good point. You know, like, yeah. uh, like the old saying goes, you should avoid being alone on foot in sub-Saharan Africa. Um, <laughs> <laughs> if you are, if you are, uh, 
you're a helpless human, so you'll want to avoid open areas. So stick close to whatever cover is around you and take note of which areas would be the safest to retreat to should anything really charge at you. This really changes all of my life plans. (laughs) (laughs) Wandering through Africa in open spaces alone. Yeah, not good. Damn. Not a good thing. Uh, But my friends, like the other old saying goes, uh, shit happens. Ostriches happen. And if you're within 100 meters or 330 feet or one American football field or six bowling lanes away from one, I try to to find the best way to measure 100 meters. So it's... And that's like, how many of our apartments? No one needs to know that. Anyways. (laughs) It's about 1,000. So, um... So anyway, if you're that amount of distance away, that's probably too close. Yeah. There's a chance, especially if its nest is within vicinity, that it will charge. Yeah. yeah. And like we so fabulously detailed, uh, there's absolutely no way you're going to outrun the thing. So, Dr. Marissa, you being now the only ostrich professional on site with us today. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Please tell us a few things we can do to protect our fragile human bodies. I would love to talk about this. All right. According to wikihow.com, quote, (laughs) number one, run for nearby cover. I like this one. If there is dense vegetation or woods close enough for you to reach before the ostrich reaches you, sprint for that. So look for a bush. Mm -hmm. If you don't think you can make it, do not attempt it. (laughs) Ostriches are extremely fast and will attack by kicking you in the back as soon as they catch up to you. (laughs) Brutal. A kick from an ostrich's leg can hit you with an impact of 500 pounds per square inch. Ow. Yeah, that's not good. All right. You can also, number two, conceal yourself. At your first opportunity, duck behind cover that conceals you from its view rather than risk a prolonged chase. I love that one. Mm-hmm. Or, number three, elevate yourself if no hiding places are to be found on ground level climb a tree fence or other structure wait for the ostrich to lose interest and leave before coming back down or number four dive into thorn bush yeah opt for getting pricked by thorns instead of being disemboweled by the ostrich's razor <laughs> razor, razor sharp talons. That's right. End quote. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Gotta sacrifice that body a little bit. You gotta. I, I get that. I, I don't know what I would do. Yeah. I'd probably just cry. <laughs> you could do that. That's an option. Uh, do you think it would be weirded out and go away? Yeah. It'd, it'd be like the way we re- the way we reacted to their mating dance. It'd be like, oh, it's coming out of their face. You know? it's, like, <laughs> it's like that kind of thing. I'm embarrassed for you. <laughs> <laughs> right. Exactly. Uh, put a pin in that disembowelment part. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <clears throat> okay, because that's going to come up when we get to our story. Yes. Uh, But now, my friends, if none of this is available to you, you could also just get the fuck down. Uh, Now, I don't mean dancing. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Press your stomach to the ground and cover the back of your head with your arms 
to protect your skull. Oh my God. Uh, the greatest force of an ostrich's kick is the forward motion, so that down part won't hurt as much if it tests you with a few blows. Oh my um, God. The nail may do some damage, but nothing fatal, hopefully. Okay. Uh, now, if this is too risky for you, and you're somehow near a pole, a rake, a broom, or a branch, and have unearned confidence, uh, you, can use, <laughs> you can use that as a long weapon. Oh, okay. Yeah. Now, stay to its side and swing for its neck or legs. Just remember, every time you miss, this wild, nine-foot-tall, nearly 400-pound bird gets angrier. Uh, (laughs) I'm not ready to face this bird. No. I I need more training. I'm not prepared. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Uh, And it is here, my friends, that leads us to the story portion of our show. And I'm not going to bury the lead. The man who got attacked by an ostrich and lived to tell about it is, of course, the man in black, Johnny Cash. What? <laughs> yes. What? Yes. Does everyone know this and I don't? I, I did not know this. I just... And Jill I, I knows just, everything, know. you guys. I just came across the story while searching all my half-assed ostrich survival thingies. This is so random. Yes, <laughs> Listeners, if you've heard of this before, DM me because I'm just curious if yeah. anyone knew about this. I think you have to be a deep Johnny Cash fan to know about this. A deep fan. Deep fan. Got it. Uh, well, let's get to the story. Uh, it happened back in 1981 at the House of Cash in Tennessee, a, a complex of studios and farms that Johnny had made his headquarters. Huh. Uh, now, there's no way I could do justice to this story, so we're going to use the words of the man himself. Oh, I love it! That's right. His own account from his own autobiography, the 2003 autobiography aptly called Cash, the autobiography. It's very straightforward, <laughs> it's, Cash. It is. Now, uh, Dr. Marissa, would you like to take turns reading about this incredible piece of American history, as told in his own words? Nothing would make me <laughs> happier, Jill. I will, I'll begin this. Uh, let me get this started off with a bang. All right, quote, ostrich attacks. I wish I could do a Johnny Cash impression. I really can't. Uh, So I'm going to be me. Uh, Ostrich attacks are rare in Tennessee. It's true, but this one really happened on the grounds of the exotic animal park I'd established behind the House of Cash offices near my house on Old Hickory Lane. Of course, he lives on Old Hickory Lane. (laughs) It occurred during a particularly bitter winter when below zero temperatures had reduced our ostrich population by half. No. The hen of our pair wouldn't let herself be captured and taken inside the barn, so she froze to death. No. That, I guess, is what made her mate cranky. Aww. Before then, he'd be perfectly pleasant with me, as had all the other birds and animals when I walked through the campground. That day, though, he was not happy to see me. (laughs) I was walking through the woods in the compound when suddenly he jumped out onto the trail in front of me and crouched there with his wings spread out, hissing nastily. Nothing came of that encounter. I just stood there until he laid his wings back, quit hissing, and moved off. Then I walked on. my God. (laughs) As I walked, I plodded. He'd be waiting for me when I came back by there ready to give me the same treatment. And I couldn't have that. I was the boss. It was my land. (laughs) Continuing, the ostrich didn't care. (laughs) 
When I came back, I was carrying a good stout six-foot stick, and I was prepared to use it. And sure enough, there he was on the trail in front of me, doing his thing. When he started moving towards me, I went on the offensive, taking a good, hard swipe at him. I missed. (laughs) (laughs) He wasn't there. He was in the air. And a split second later, he was on his way down again with that big toe of his, larger than my size 13 shoe, extended towards my stomach. He made contact. And I'm sure there was never any question he wouldn't. And frankly, frankly, I got off lightly. Oh, no. All he did was break my two lower ribs and rip my stomach open down to my belt. If the belt hadn't been good and strong with a solid belt buckle, he'd have spilled my guts exactly the way he meant to. As it was... (laughs) was Johnny Cat. As it was, he knocked me over onto my back and I broke three more ribs on a rock. But I had sense enough to keep swinging the stick so he didn't get to finish me. I scored a good hit on one of his legs and he ran off. End quote. Yeah. First of all, what a story. And second of all, what a Johnny Cash. There's so much just a good solid belt buckle. That's right. I'm the boss of this land. That's right. It's my land. That's right. It's just everything about this is so, so him. It's so him. My God. Yeah. So I guess the moral of this story is to always accessorize. Yes. Uh, but what's for certain? Johnny was a lucky man that day and got a lucky shot. And we're lucky enough to end this episode with an artistic representation of this epic fight. Oh it's God. truly awe-inspiring and not in proportion at all. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Marissa, would you like to see a painting done by a fan of Johnny Cash to commemorate his victory? Yes. Also, I, I was <laughs> wrong when I thought this. I was really hoping I'd be right, but I was really hoping Johnny Cash either had someone paint this oh, or man. painted it himself. Oh, that would have been... Oh, man. That would have been so cash. <laughs> that would have been so Johnny Cash. You know what? I'll, I'll look into it. Okay. I'll look into it. I'll see if he had something something done for the occasion and put on you know somewhere in the house of cash. That sounds great. Okay, I'll look Thank into you, it. Thank you, Jill. Uh, in the meantime, the, a, snap, a, a Snapchat. Sorry, a, <laughs> a screenshot of uh, this... Uh, Incredible work of art will be on our social media stuff, so please come on by. Dr. Marissa, please tell us what you see in this painting uh, right before you. I love this (laughs) so much. Um, I love this. So this is the best painting I've ever seen. I really want one in uh, the apartment. Um, So it's Johnny Cash, and he looks like Johnny Cash, but like cartoon Johnny Cash a little bit. He's, you know, angry, but he has a lot of like... uh, uh, Determination. Determination, uh, maybe even some wisdom. It looks like he's seen some things. Also a little tired. Also a little (laughs) tired. He's lived a whole thing. And uh, he's got one hand rearing to punch. And in the other hand, he is holding the neck of the ostrich, which is smaller than him. (laughs) And 
he's holding it so strongly with this weak ass arm <laughs> that it's off the ground. Yes. There's also a kind of like a sunset situation. It, it looks like there's a forest fire behind him. Yeah, well. I can't tell if or it's dust. a brilliant sun, sunset or a fire. It's so dramatic. Um, Johnny Cash, he's got a huge gash on his stomach. Check that out. Oh, yeah. There, yeah. Um, he, but he's fine. He's totally fine. He's, uh, the bird has red angry eyes. The bird just, just wants blood. The bird wants blood, but yeah. it's not getting it because Johnny Cash has him lifted above the ground. <laughs> That's right. No NBD. NBD, y'all. Uh, thank you, Erica Jane America, for painting that. I think it was back in, I don't know, it was a couple of years ago. I think it was 2012 when she did it. Amazing. But um, really excellent job. It'll be on our uh, Instagram and Twitter, and so please come on by and take a look at what should be in the Smithsonian, I think. I, I agree. <laughs> yeah, I agree. So. Uh, and thank you for listening, subscribing, telling your friends how to survive an ostrich attack because it's 2022. You know? <laughs> you gotta be prepared. That's right. Uh, yeah, that's it, I think. Yeah, I think thanks, we're done. guys. Thank you, and please, stay interesting. Please do.